Hey everyone, and welcome back to What Happened to Us with Nate and Hugh, or Nate and Not Nate Hour. Uh, Sam yes. might be joining us today, or she might be missing, but we'll find out uh, as we go on. So if you hear her chiming, uh, that will be her coming into the conversation today. So Totally. Yeah. yeah. But, it's all right. The the Nate Not Nate Hour is always very, very popular among, among the uh, listeners. Yeah, I think so. Well, at least I like to think so. So... Especially, especially deep dives in the Van Damme movies, but we haven't done that in a while. No. Is there a need? Well, uh, I would like to say that uh, I I had, I don't know if you saw this yet, but the Mortal Kombat, the new, or the reboot of Mortal Kombat, uh, the movie I saw trailer the tra- came out. I saw, the, I saw the trailer. It looks, um, not going to lie, I have a soft spot for the original, so I... Um, I can't argue. Don't, I mean... I, don't, I, I did not know they were making a reboot. Okay. Um... Or rebooting it rather than making a reboot. I guess it, making a reboot still makes sense. Um, I it looks very cool. Yes, like it looks. It looks like they gave it. They're giving it more a bit more of a plot than the original had. The original was just like kind of a loose. Let's let's throw together just enough to get to some fight scenes. I think this is partially because the video games have gotten much more into the stories of the character and like they've stretched out the story of or the backstory of everyone and done done a better job so okay well that that makes sense yeah this one i mean this one certainly looks like it gives sub-zero a backstory well yeah who he always had some kind yeah something the the blood dagger is a nice a nice little move dagger is very cool i also love the uh little little shout outs like the get over here um you know finishing move and the um uh, you know, there was, yeah, it's, um, I mean, in this, I, I'm not certainly not going to go see it in the theater, but I'm sure it looked very cool. I honestly very, remember so little from the original. I remember the cast. Right. Because, uh, Bridget Simpson. Um, Bridget, 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 uh, Bridget Wilson Sampras. Yes. Sonia. Um, uh, Christopher Lambert of Highlander fame was Raiden. Which still to this day makes no sense, but okay. Yeah. Isn't Raiden, isn't Raiden supposed to be Asian? Yes. Or am I, yes, that's yes. what I thought. Um, I don't know who played Sub Zero and um, what's the other one? What's the Scorpion? Uh, Sub Zero is well, like there was Scorp- Scorpion's the Scorpion's the yellow one. Sub Zero is yeah, blue, that's... and then there's Reptile. Right. I think they're all kind of played by the same oh, guy. I, I forgot about Reptile. Yeah, yeah. And then there's Johnny Cage. Yep. Who who wasn't Johnny Cage always a play on Van Damme? Yes, it was. He like that's why it's kind of like going in. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His finishing yeah, move was yeah. like the split then, uppercut or like. Where it knocked the head off. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the uh, Liu Kang. Mm-hmm. Um, oh god! And, and I'm just talking about the. Uh, I know the many iterations of Mortal Kombat, Kano, all the iterations of my Mortal Kombat video game. I'm I'm talking like OG characters. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Kano and Kano's finishing move was ripping the heart out, right? Yep. Which I don't think they did that in the um, SNES version. Um. Uh, they did not. I recall. I have a, I had a, I remember this very vividly. I couldn't tell you the year that came out, but I remember it was a 92, big, maybe? big deal when Mortal Kombat came out for the home systems. Oh, yes. Because, because like, uh, you know, I mean, that was just. It was the 16 bit era. I mean, it was yeah. the big deal. I'm like, you either had a, a Genesis or a Super Nintendo for, you know, or, or you're me and you have a TurboGrafx 16. Well, you're, you're an odd duck. Yeah, I know. I mean, it had better um, multiplayer yeah. games, but that's that, besides the point. I had a well, I well, I mean, we're, we're really going off subject now. Yeah, but I had an Atari Jaguar. Remember oh yeah, Atari I do Jaguar? remember the Jaguar. That was sixty-four bit. Thir- yeah, that was a sixty-four bit that was supposed to uh, compete with the Dreamcast, right? And the N sixty-four, but it didn't. Uh, Dreamcast uh, was an underrated system too. Oh, Dream, so Dreamcast was good back in our day. The, uh, but of. yeah, the Jag, the Jaguar was just like Atari being like, "Hey, we invented this. Can we get back in the game?" Did not work out well. Though I will say, I also had the, I believe it was the Atari handheld. It was the the answer. Oh, it was the, com- the competitor to the game, but the Lynx, Link or Lynx, Lynx, Atari Lynx. Yeah, it was the for, it was the competitor to the Game Boy, and it was the first one in color, the first yeah. handheld in color, but. It was not what I would call um, oh, hard to say a, a portable uh, console isn't travel friendly. But if you go back and go go ahead and Google the Atari Lynx, it was big. 
it was very wide. Yeah, Turbo Graphics had one as well that was also color screen, and the the plus side to that one is it could play actual console games. So you just because the card was so small, you just slide it in, and it would just be a mini version. So like in that sense, they were ahead of the game there when it came to their yeah. system. But I remember I remember the links was the links came. It's you know I mean Game Boy was most famous for Tetris. I mean, I had many, oh, yeah. many games, but Tetris is the one that everybody remembers. Well, it's because it came um, with it. So It came with it. Well, the one that the Lynx came with was California Games. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, yes, I have that Where on my Wii, like, actually. California Games, let's see, what all did it? It had surfing. Hacky Sack. It had... It did have Hacky Sack. Hacky Sack. It had um, BMX Viking. Yep, Half Pipe. Half Pipe. Um, oh, the surfing was my favorite because you you could just build. I I would I got so good at building up the speeds. So you could do like quadruple flips right. off the waves. Um, Frisbee was the in hacky there. Sack, hacky sack was so stupid. I loved hacky sack. Uh, I was like, that was a good one. Frisbee, I know that it was in it. I honestly don't remember any other games I had for it outside of California games because that was all I played. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I yeah, looking back, I didn't know I was such a huge. I mean. You were repping the Atari, never man. Had, I never had. What was the the legendary original Atari system? Um, oh, the, just the the the, the, the pre Nintendo. It was like considered the the like. It was just Atari the, at that point the, in time. It's like twenty six hundred or something it like that. A, yeah, it had a number. It was yeah. like twenty six something like that. Twenty six or fifty six hundred. I had the competitor to that, the Coleco. I also had the Coleco Vision that had the Atari adapter. Coleco, oh, Vision had some. Had, that was that was good stuff. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, you know, getting back to Mortal Kombat, I remember very vividly that it was straight up like waitlist to get the game. The only other game of that era of my childhood that I can think of that had a waitlist was Super Mario's 3. And that came out when we were, when I was in the fifth grade. Oh, and that was the buildup for that um, was because of the movie. Well, I mean, yeah, they, they, they basically made an entire two-hour movie that was an ad for... Well, it built up to be an ad for Super Mario Bros. 3. It, well, like, it was, it, show it it was an ad for the, the glove, the power glove, and... The, oh, yeah, I had I had a power glove, too. God, was that thing useless. Yeah, I, oh, wow, you were one of those kids. Oh, yeah. I wow, look at glove. you. Um, yeah, I had a, yeah, and I, I also had the, uh, uh, the... What was the Nintendo robot that did nothing? Oh, the original thing? that Like, it worked yeah, for one it had, game? it had, like, a weird gyro... I don't even know what it did. It was for like know, a single know. game that they, they used it for. Yeah. Like I don't, I never had it. Uh, that was like the original. Yeah. Nintendo. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's Mortal Kombat. So I had the wait list, and I remember it came out on a Friday night. Like so, I you know I was I was on the I I had my pre ordered like this. This is an era. This is what you said ninety two. Something like this right. is an era when pre ordering thing pre ordering games now is is that's what you do but like pre-ordering back then was not something that was known so yeah we we went and picked it up on a friday night at the down at the st louis galleria and um i had the genesis my best friend had the super nintendo mm. we both picked up our games same night so we could kind of compare them and you're right if I, I i might be misremembering some facts but i do believe that nintendo because it was nintendo did cut out some of the blood like they they they, they didn't have of, blood at all uh, they kind of P- PG thirteen it, whereas Gen- Sega was just like oh. you needed the code for the the Sega the Genesis. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was A B C A B A C A B B A or something like that. A B A. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I vaguely vaguely remember. A B A C A B B A. That's what it was. And it and it all, and the one other thing you needed though that um you needed for several games is you know the, the standard genesis controller was just the three button it was just the abc button. yeah you needed the six but button you need I, I but i always had the six button because the three button was useless yeah i mean if you're playing any fighting games it was useless yeah no no, no. The, um and it because the blocking were the middle buttons but the the other four the outside ones were all the high punch low punch and everything well, there was else. medium t- yeah 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 like well, and if you were playing like uh, like Street Fighter, it was low, medium, and high. Yeah, Street Fighter was so much better on on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I even one step further. I between my sixteen. Wait. Uh. Well, I guess what the the how many bit was Coleco? Was it five? Because it because what eight Nintendo bit? was eight the, bit. Nintendo was eight. Super Nintendo Genesis was sixteen. All those went to the N64. I, I had the middle level, too. Do you remember the Sega 32X? I do. 
Wait, the, was that like the, the 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 thing that you put into the Genesis? It was, a, it was an insert. It was an it, insert into the Genesis. Like it went into the game slot, and then you inserted it, games into that, and made them thirty-two bit. It was like a laser um, disc kind of thing for Sega. Yes, or was it because TurboGrafx had like a like a CD version of it, which I also had that. Yeah, it was it was weird. It was weird, but it like it was the only. It was a middle ground that Nintendo never had. Nintendo just went straight from sixteen to or. Super, they 16 were, to, to 64 they just said right? saw it well the, what they did with the yeah. n64 was amazing back in the day like the, i remember playing mario world and then not only do you have mario world you had uh what was the uh goldeneye was there that, is that one was of the classics. Their, their crown their crown jewel yeah then and, i mean the what was it um what was the was it Smash Super Smash Brothers or something like that? Like that, that was more of a GameCube game. Or was it? Was it? Yeah, that, that might have been later. But yeah, the, every the crown certainly the crown jewel of the Super Nintendo, or I'm sorry, the N64 was Goldeneye. That's the one everybody remembers. Yeah. The at a certain like, age, at a certain age, like there are going to be yeah. people who don't know Goldeneye as like the original well, shooter same, up, shoot 'em up kind of game. Yeah. Yeah, and I the same way that I would say the Super Nintendo, the big, um, oh, obviously the Mario Brothers. I mean, Super Mario was it Super Mario World that was the big one on the Super Nintendo? Um, I think kind of yeah, that was the original one. I think it came with the game. That was like, but I I, I would I, if I were to pick like one crown, you know, one just like what is the one Super NES game you think of? It's Mario Kart. Yeah, that's the best um, one. Yeah, and although my personal and in the same way that Genesis, obviously Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, still not sure what blast technology is. Like you know, that was their big oh, claim yeah, to fame. Yeah. Is that the super it, it fast ran faster. Blast, yeah. blast technology. Um, but my fa- my my personal favorite game on the Super Nintendo was always F Zero. I preferred that. Oh, F Zero was a great. F Zero was the fucking. Oh, if only the, they could have a two hits. two player version of it. You know? Did they not? No, they didn't for the original one. I have it for the GameCube, oh. which oddly, because I was like, oh, this is you know. Let's go there, and uh, yeah, that was a, that was an interesting investment. I I was actually a birthday present. I got a GameCube, so I had all three systems at one point in time. And yeah, no, I don't. Well, look at you, man. Yo, this is what early twenties, early twenties, when that was going on. Oh, you even had that that re- that. Oof, I don't even. Yeah, I don't even know. I think the last the Jaguar was something I got. Not I actually was just given. It. I had a cousin who was a. Uh, not a, okay, he was a hoarder, but he was the type of guy who um he was a he was like an IT guy anyway. Right. But like he was the guy who bought every system, every every piece of just technology that would come out, he would buy and have them sitting in like a room in his apartment. Like he, oh, okay. so he didn't even open it. You know, they were unopened. Yeah, it was so... like he's he was a hoarder of new technology. Um and he just gave me he's like, Do you want a Jaguar and some games? I'm like, okay. Like, it's not something I actively went out and got. I no. wasn't, like, duped into buying the Atari Jaguar. You got a free... Yeah, you, you take it. I mean, people are trying to buy that stuff like it's, you know... There's a whole new wave of uh, game collecting that's going on right now. Yeah? I've watched a couple documentaries about, like... There was a, a Hulu one about, like, people collecting Nintendo. Like, the all the Nintendo games. And there's a few that are r- rare upon rare to get these days. Oh, so. there's that one. Is it E.T.? Isn't there one? There's like one. I believe it's ET. There's e, oh, one. Oh, the ET. That's about them going to the finding it in the the landfill. Right, but isn't I mean, isn't that 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 game was the stuff of legend because basically Nintendo tried to destroy them all? Wasn't that the no, thing? no, no? This is different. That was Atari. Oh. Atari was just trying to get rid of all of their stuff. They just like oh. they they oversaturated their own market with their their shit games. Like mm-hmm. Nintendo was on a little like some some of the games were like you remember the the the, the pad that you would run on. You know, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. so that was built. That thing in... sucked. Okay, yes, it did. But it, the thing is, it was, it was in on its own. It was its own game, and then it, when it came to the U.S., it was like only for a second before they merged it into the the base package, where they would sell it with Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt and the the, that, the pad. Yeah. So there's that game circulates around as a solo game, and that's worth thousands upon thousands of dollars now. Like, I have a cousin who had that, and yeah, there, I remember the track and field game it came with. Yes, or, um, that you. I mean, I mean, really, it was just a, a forebearer of of like Dance Dance Revolution and those things, because you because you were running, but you were running in place, so it was very awkward. Yeah, no, um, it definitely was. 
It's like the yeah. whole if you can find Mike Tyson's punch out versus punch out because of the whole little uh, rape situation. The whole the whole little went to prison for rape situation. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, um, that was that. I you know I don't think I have ever played the non Mike Tyson. Oh. I even play. I got um, a few years ago, but for my girlfriend bought her the when the Nintendo Classic came out. Right. Like you know, it came it came preloaded with I don't know hundred ten remember, so games, like twelve games. Maybe? No, no, it was like fifty games. Oh, okay. It had it had a ton, and it had the Tyson punch out, not the regular punch. Really? Uh, yeah, it did. Oh, well, and, and, I mean, he he's missed. made a comeback. He's re- yeah, oh yeah, he, he's yeah. Um, but it, I was shocked, and this actually goes towards many games. How many passwords I remember? Everybody, I mean, the Contra one. That's yeah. That's you a, grew up. If you grew up in our era. Everybody remembers the Contra code. Like yeah. it's you know, but I was surprised at some of the other like I still remember the code to go straight to Tyson. You know, in wow. that game, that game it was a di- it was a nine digit code. Yeah, that's right. It, it was, was like it was like seven number. three seven three seven. Yeah, it was like seven. Oh, it was, yeah, and it, and it started with seven three seven. But just now, um, I did you remember um, the game Metroid? Yeah, on the original. I still remember the code for that to get everything. It was Justin Bailey. Like if you typed in Justin Bailey into the the code, it gives you like everything. That's crazy. And and I have not played that game since 1992, and I still remember that. For I some reason. I do know that one for Icarus or Kid Icarus. I remember Kid Icarus. It's just you eight know? and all underscore like all lowercase use. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that gives God. that. That's how you win. But it's like an unfair game. Oh, you know what game was my jam? And there are many iterations of it, but I was a Mega Man. Oh, Mega Man was the oh, best. Oh, Mega Man was the best. Mega oh, Man 2. I don't even... Rem- I don't, was... I, there were so many of them, I don't even remember uh... like, which one I, which was my preferred one. But love that game. Uh, yeah, this has been a nice, fun, uh, you know, no, I was actually trip per- down memory lane of video games. I was actually pretty close to the blood code uh, for Genesis. A-B-A-C-A-B-B. Oh, I remember... Yeah, yeah, A B A C. Yes, I I do remember that. Because I was like, I, I just I just do it through my hand. I'm like, because I'm like, I just it's built in this muscle memory of entering that code so many times to that game. That makes yeah, that makes sense. Uh, what? Uh, ah. uh, there was something I wanted. To, damn it! Oh, I was on. A, I was gonna be on a tear there because I was like, oh, this goes to this, and then this, and I'm like, I completely lost what I was gonna go for. On the next, uh, so to lead into the next bit that we could have talked about. Okay, well I can guess if you'd like. Um, was it? No, oh, I have nothing. Remembered, remembered, because uh, because of the 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 global bastardist, we'll call it. I guess. Uh, I got into a phase of YouTube where I was going down some odd rabbit holes. By odd, I mean yeah, you know. But I was watching people who were doing speed playthroughs. Oh uh, yeah, that's uh, a, that's a that's a whole thing. Yeah, I was. That is uh. It makes me depressed. I, I am fascinated by that stuff. I, I, you know, I. The the speed. I, I, I'm sure it's for many games, but the ones I've watched the most are the Mar. It's just the original Super Mario Brothers. Right. Um, those are insane. Like they get it down to like a pick the pixels, like like down to like just the like hundredths of a thousands of a second. Yeah. It's remarkable. It's you know it's similar to um, uh, the whole fascination like uh, like King of Kong. Oh yeah, like where the you know well, that's like, all fraud now. That's like a huge thing going on. We actually, I, I don't know if anybody listening remembers King of Kong. It was amazing. Great documentary. Um, great documentary. I think it's on Hulu still. Uh, a, a the two men fighting for the Donkey Kong. Uh, was Donkey Kong or Donkey Kong Junior? Donkey Kong. Remember. It was Donkey Kong, and Donkey Kong Junior was a side. Sit. Okay. Yeah, they. Um, it was the two men were. Um, Steve Wiebe was the like meek teacher, and then there was the who is the larger than life guy with the long hair and the American flag, t- the American flag t- um, ties. Oh, uh, oh, I'll, I would I'll know his name when I hear it. But yeah, it was them like going back and forth trading the world record points record. We had them on um, back when I worked at G four. We used to do Billy Mitchell. Billy Mitchell, yes, we used to do um, uh. A live show from E3, the uh, video game conference, you know, video game right, 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 uh, right. conference every year. Um, and one year we do a live show, so we had to, we had like three hours of air- content we had to air each day. And one day we got Steve, we, we brought, we flew in Steve Weeby to try to break the record. This was after the movie had come out. 
we tr- and Billy Mitchell at this point, spoiler alert, in the movie, Steve Weeby takes the record. But in real life, after the movie came out, Billy Mitchell took it back. So we got on Steve Weeby to try to retake the record. And we even got the um, the the ref. They send a ref. Like in the movie, uh, it, it, the guy literally wears a ref uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got that guy, flew him out because he comes from a company. I think it's called Big Galaxy. Big Galaxy. Yeah, it's up and in he, New he, Hampshire. He's ba- they're basically like the Guinness um, video a version of it, like the video game version of Guinness, where like this guy has to be there to to verify that it's a real um, record. And we had all this, and we we brought out the console and basically filmed this dude for hours. I don't remember. I don't even recall if he even ended up beating the record while we were filming him. But I will say this, and this is not terribly unusual. If you have seen King of Kong, they totally um, uh, edit it in such a way that Billy Mitchell is clearly the villain because he's this over-the-top, just caricature of like a like he doesn't even seem like a real person. He's not. Dude. And then Steve Weeby is this meek like middle school teacher from like Seattle uh, or something like that. I don't remember. But in real life, Steve Weeby was a dick. And Billy Mitchell's actually a really cool guy. It was like the complete opposite. I guess they just decided this it, it plays better to have the larger than life guy be the villain. Yeah. But like in real life, they were the polar opposites. Like, well, that's I was weird. shocked. I was shocked. I was like, man, this guy's kind of a dick. In the movie, he comes across as so like friendly and and like, oh, unassuming and like, oh, I really want this guy to win the beat the record. And in real life, is like, oh, this guy sucks. Well, that's unfortunate because the Billy is in a fraud, a lot of fraud trouble for that's yeah, well, that a was, lot of things. That was another thing with the the that it's just such a weird, weird world. The video game like records and and such, yeah, because there there have been several huge scandals where people have gotten caught with like, in, like modifying the game. Like in the same way last week when I was talking about my my college roommate who was modifying like right, consoles, yeah. like people would modify these these like stand up consoles to because again it's just when you're talking about beating records it's you're talking about a nano not nanoseconds but you're talking if you're talking about speed records it's you're talking about a thousandth of a second mm. if you're if you're talking Donkey Kong points you're talking you know you're getting up to the millions of points and a, a, just a, a few points makes a difference or thousands of so, points whatever the hell it is, is hundreds, whatever, hundreds of thousands I'm like i all i know is they want to go to the kill screen that's about the, yeah. the whole thing it's and it's it's fast i mean even if you don't like video games i highly recommend king of kong because they actually it's actually good they, it's just good they make it into a group like a, a character study of just that world yeah and it's an interesting world and like there have been documentaries about how esports has become a thing and there's a lot of money in it now. College oh, tuition God, yeah. for kids who play these games, and I'm like, I'm not against this. I think it's a really interesting that it it and and I I don't I mean obviously I give them some credit for not creating it because I'm sure it would have created it on its own. But the wizard, I mean, the same movie we were just talking yeah. about with the um the uh the that introduced um Super Jimmy Mario Woods 3. and Super Mario Brothers G- G- and and Mora Mora Grissom. Yes. There's more and more and more aggressive. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what was the ba- the guy with the power glove? What was his name? Oh. Lucas? No, not was it Lucas? I think it might have been Lucas. Yeah, I think it was Lucas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Toby Maguire played his best, his like good friend that didn't have any lines. Uh, and he would carry his power glove in that suitcase. Yes, yes, yes. Um, oh, yeah. Wizard, good movie. Oh, um, such a classic. The Oh, and the kid, the kid who played um, uh, Jimmy. Fred Savage. Well, Fred Savage was the brother. Right. Uh, Luke uh, and Edwards. Then, and then. Luke Edwards, that he played the younger brother, who they never outwardly said it, but you just assume is autistic. Yes. Like, I don't think they ever said he was autistic, but, you know, he... Well, let's forget, showed... not forget Christian Slater. Christian Slater, Bo Bridges. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 not Carrie, um, what's her name? I don't, not Carrie Green. Uh, uh, Lewis. Uh, Jenny Lewis. Jenny, Jenny Lewis. Lewis, who famously later became the lead singer of um, Kylo Riley. Yeah. Rilo, Ky- Kylo Riley. Rilo Kylie. Um no, shit, I got it backwards. Rilo Kylie. Yes. Okay. That doesn't matter. That's neither here nor there. But Luke Edwards, he... Um, oh, was it Tate was his name, I think? What, whose name? Uh, the, the, the 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 bad guy. The oh, power yeah. glove guy. I, I can't really find anything else, but no, I don't think it is him. I think his name is Lucas. Lucas and the... Uh, Putnam. Uh, um... But Luke Edwards, who I don't know, I you know, I, I without looking at his his uh, his his filmography, 
I don't really care how many of other movies he made because the only the only two I ever care about is he was these you know played Jimmy in The Wizard, right. and he was uh, played um, Billy Haywood in Little Big League, uh, where he plays the manager of the Twins. And those two movies alone are enough for that's a career right there. He could he could have if he did retire. He, I don't know. He he should have. Uh, he still has a up to date headshot. He like, has. I could a, not. I could not tell you anything else he was in, but I also doesn't matter. I'm trying to see. He was been in an NCIS episode. Oh, you know that's that makes me sad when you when you look when you're looking up somebody like you loved from like the 80s 90s and you see their most recent um, uh, credits and it's like a one episode stint on like as like unnamed character on NCIS. Oh, like he had just, a name. That ma- he had a name in that one. Uh, he was in two episodes of True Detective. So, okay. um, but still, you're talking about starring in movies, then going to a like well, two as a kid of... actor, that's a bit different. You get true. That's true. You that know, true. as you get older, sometimes he was in Jeepers Creepers too. So okay, Classic. also he was high school guy in American Pie too. That's that. Ooh, there see, you go. That's that. that that's that's, that's, that. that's a that's that a, you, like you're going from lead role in. I I want to say I I could I would say that the time difference between American Pie two. And when Little Big League was released, you're only talking about like five years. It was nine, maybe uh, seven years. But okay, still. but still, to go from lead, to, yeah. his name was high school guy. High school guy. That was his name Ooh, in the movie. That's that's rough. I, um, I can't really like. I'm trying to think. Night Vision, Jeepers. Oh, huh, even I mean, Fred Savage. He went through a wave of not working, it. and then he had, he had a lull in his. Well, he also he started directing I, though. It's, it's, He's yeah, he's a he, huge director now. Like in fact, like his um, you know, we've discussed it before, the um the oh god, what's the Rob Lowe show that I love? The uh, um Grinder. Grinder, the Grinder. Uh, that was one of I mean, I mean that was one of his first certainly one of his first series he had done in a long time, but he directed for a really long. He directed a ton of It's Always Sunny you know, Philadelphia yeah. episodes. Um, but that's one of those things that you know, not all ch- not all child stars. A lot of child stars flame out completely. Flame out. Or your Ron like Howard, like like your Corys, or they go into behind the camera, like your Ron Howards, or they just decide to stop acting. Like some of them, there there's a um uh, a new documentary on um somebody sent it to me today. That's like about um, it's a documentary about child actors that I need that I want to watch. But like some of them just don't want to act anymore. Like it, they're just you know their childhood. They're like nope. Well, yeah. No, um, I mean, you look. It's, at, co- it's called Kid Ni- Kid Ninety on Hulu. It's okay. about. It's like a. It's like Lil Moon Fry and a bunch of other ch- t- Stephen Dorff. It's basically about their. You know, their growing up is Mar. I know Mara Wilson's in it. Like I don't know if you remember Mara Wilson. Uh, yes, I do. She's big, she's big got, I, I follow her on Twitter. She's actually very entertaining. And she's got um, a big. She's doing a big big thing about Britney and how women are or girls are treated going into the industry or to a yeah, point where they're yeah. just like she and she wrote a she wrote a memoir about being a child star. You know, she was in Matilda, Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire, Matilda, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, and she quit acting very young. Like she, I don't even think she made it to her like teenage years. Like she, like she, I don't think I could be wrong about that. She might have just stepped uh, away. She might come back. Who knows? But, but you know, like the, again, like a, a lot. So with the Fred Savage, well, Fred Savage went behind the camera, but you know, so many of them just decide they want a normal life. They want to go to school. They want to do shit. That's what happened with uh, what well, it was kind of an interesting um, study of of the the two lives is the Sprouse twins, yeah. Dylan and Dylan and Cole Sprouse. You know, famously grew up child stars. They were, they they played the same kid in Big Daddy, right? And then then um, uh, they many people think that it's both of them playing Ross's son on Friends, but it's actually only one of them. Wow. Um, o- only Cole Sprouse, and then they played themselves essentially on Zach and Cody Sweet Life, and Zach and Cody was Zach and Cody Blow Deck. So um, and then they hit like high school college age and both decided to stop acting they both decided they wanted to have real lives because they'd been acting since they were essentially a baby and then um one of them got back into acting he's you know now on um on riverdale right plays jug jughead on riverdale and he's done a few other things that's cole uh-huh. dylan just decided to stay out of acting and i believe he's like a photographer now so they're kind of an interesting study where 
child stars, stopped acting, then got back into acting. The other one didn't, but because they're identical twins, you can see you can compare their lives as opposed, you know, as opposed to other cases where you can't compare the life of Ron Howard to the life of Corey Haim. Like those, no. those just aren't the same, you know. But when you have identical twins who started at the same job, it's interesting to see their lives. And I even remember when they were in college, there was like a, um, I don't think Twitter was quite as big then, but there was like a, a thing where somebody got a photo. Fo- um, I don't recall if it was Dylan or Cole was working as a, as a server at a restaurant in right. New York. And somebody th- thought they were doing like a gotcha by taking a photo of them and posting it online and being, oh my God, look what happened. You know, how the mighty have fallen. The, one of the Sprouse twins is a server at a restaurant. And I guess it got back to whoever, whichever the brother it was. And he responded by saying, yeah, I, I, wanted, I wanted a real job. He's like, I'm rich. I'm very rich. I just had never had a real job. So yeah, I work as a waiter in a restaurant because I wanted to try it. And I was like, that's really cool. Hmm. Like he's, you know, it's, it's, he was just doing it to live his life. Well, let's be honest. The the industry in itself is a brutal industry. You have to be stupid to be trying to do it. Says the guy who's stupid trying to do it. Uh, Well, you weren't trying to do it as a child star. No, no, I was an adult and decided to work in entertainment. When I had a job in a baseball organization, I could have taken. So. Are the Padres really a baseball organization? You know, they're, they're, they're spending like they are. So. Actually, they are now. They're, yeah. they're, 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 they're quite legit. entertaining. Let's that, be honest. My, my, my jokes about the Padres not being a real team are getting stale because they're actually a real team. Yeah. They're a threat now. Might make a yeah. run. Who knows? And then still nobody will show up to the games. Well, the away, that, the, the away teams fans will. Oh, I have been to but, one of those games. I went to the Red Sox Padres at first when I it was like, must have been 15, 16 years ago now. I took my dad. Uh, at the time, my mom's best friend was uh, like vice president over there. So I was like, is there any chance you can get tickets for this? Like a couple of these games. And she's like, yeah, here you go. It's like, sweet. And. It was it was a little bit before like yeah they were all sold out because everyone from Boston came out to, for that game because yeah it's they a great they the well the the Padres are a little little I mean it was Petco it was like the, when Petco had opened they they had the 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 problem with it is that they just have never been a great team so that's uh, why they the, that's okay they had brief moments we have moments here and there like but the, that's part of the reason why they're they've never had an enormous fan base. Um, but 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 another pro- problem that worked against them is because it's a military town. Yeah. Um, so many of the military so- personnel have their own teams, so they go to see the other. They go to see yeah. their team. Oh, yeah. It's the same. It's the same problem that the Raiders um, are going to have in Vegas. I don't think where, so. Well, right. I, no, but I think what what's going to happen and what uh, what's going to happen in Vegas is that you're going to i think the the stadium's going to be mostly the away fans because they'll get the way somebody i think Bomani Jones on ESPN described it he said if you're if you live in Vegas and you're a Raiders fan you get eight chances to go if you are a Cowboys fan or if you're a Cowboys fan anywhere cuz Cowboys fans are nationwide and you're like instead of going to Dallas and spending a fortune you could be like okay they're playing the Raiders that weekend i could turn that into a Vegas weekend so you're gonna get a the Raiders maybe not a I'm not maybe not like a majority of the the stadium but the 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 Raiders are gonna get more away fans than any other team. Outside of Chargers fans, um, fair. That's fair. Uh, but the the thing about Raider Nation is they're so massive. It's much like like there are three teams that are have a national appeal, and it's the Cowboys, the Steelers, and the Raiders. For oh, some and I don't reason. even think that I think the Steelers are a distant third. There. No, they like, think that. They're, they're I think second, the, I believe. The, the well, the Raiders are huge for um, West Coast, West Coast, and but also for reason. I guess because of their proximity to they were in LA, but it's they are the biggest. The Cowboys and the Raiders are enormous in Mexico, like enormous, like even like, hmm. and the Cowboys one makes a bit more sense because well, no, they both do because they. Border the they border Mexico, but yeah. doubt neither Dallas nor LA is actually like literally on the border. Mm-hmm. Like you'd think the Chargers would have had more of a Mexican fan base because they were literally on the border. Um, they do have a large. But, they did at least not. I don't know if anymore. I don't. I don't actually. Honestly, I have no idea what the fan base is anymore. So so it becomes an interesting thing where they 
like Mexican Americans nationwide are predominantly Cowboys and Raiders fans, and it's just this interesting phenomena that I nobody really understands. Um, like why those two teams in particular are so big down there. Um, but yeah, like, but you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, cow, the Rams don't have a. <laughs> I'm currently in a place where the Rams have been erased. This is oh, like history, there's a big lawsuit history, going on. History erasure. You cannot find anything Rams related. Although that big empty cavern of a, an air hangar of a stadium still sits uninhabited downtown. Although it was it for the real ones know it's the home of the St. Louis Battlehawks and always will be. Um, <laughs> Wait, I think but, XFL will be coming back at some point. Uh, yeah, didn't the Rock buy it? Yes, he did. Yeah, so maybe. Um, he owns a football but, league now. And he's going to run for president. It's kind of a decrepit football league. But yeah. Um, eh, it's something. It's something. He won't yeah, let it on, fail. I'll tell you that getting much. On the, getting on the ground floor. He, did you see he got a, I mean, he, he got his first, well, not maybe not his first, but his big high profile uh, endorsement for president uh, to, uh, the other day. I believe it was yesterday. Or the Undertaker. Day before. Undertaker. Yeah. Undertaker's like, I think he can. I, he's like, I, he, without getting into, I mean, because. It's it's, it's gonna come up, it's gonna come up eventually that the rocks a Republican. Oh yeah, like like he's universally loved. Yes, but nobody actually knows his policy. His uh, he he did during this campaign endorse Biden and Harris. He did. He did. But yeah. I don't think he did that on like he did that being like this is what's going to help the country right now until he he spoke at the. Republican National Convention uh, back in 96, I believe. Uh, I think it was 2000. I think it was the, I think it, it was the W one. It was. Yeah, because I, I, I'm almost positive it was the W, it was the Bush Gore one in 2000. Oh, it was. Yeah. I, I just yeah. knew that they, but, like, okay. Vince McMahon and that family is all Ta- Take Taking a, 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 endorsing Biden during this last election cycle isn't a well it actually no i take that back it actually is kind of a bold step to take only because the maga people are so insane uh and and you know the the, the wwe well not necessarily the rocks fan base but the wrestling fan base i would assume is not heavily not majority maga but i'd say big a big chunk maybe majority i don't know hard to say it just depends so maybe on... that was a big stance a big stance but like you know uh, i don't know i don't know it's, it's one of those ones but, where i'm like the Rock can do whatever he wants. He's his own party. He's much like what Trump is. It doesn't really. Yeah, I just don't. Under, I don't. First of all, I mean, I just don't understand why anybody would ever want to be president. Power. Yeah, that's that's the only reason. That was another. I was listening to something else, another podcast the other day where they're talking about it. They're talking about the most thankless position of where it's only the, the only reason you'd ever run for it is because you have an obsession with power. Is the mayor a, a mayor of a city? Nobody cares about the mayor of a city. Like it's just a thankless job. Um, like you, you, you're only you're only known when things hit the fan. When shit hits the fan is the only time you're like Garcetti. The only time you hear about Garcetti and Bill De Blasio in L.A. and New York, um, um, respectively, are when things are bad. Well, unless you're Giuliani, Not, and, you're, and then you have like you become a, a god among a city and uh, America's mayor. He was they never. Call it. A, I know he wasn't. He was, he was a fucking a garbage mayor. He, he mayor was just but... mayor. He was just mayor when nine eleven happened. Yeah, I know. Um, the um, but well, those are bad examples. Just because, well, New York specifically, because New York's like the one major city, five mayors, six mayors. I lived in, lived in L.A. for twenty plus years, and I let's see, let me see if I can do it. Garcetti. Uh, before that, was it uh, Via Garosa? Something like that. And then before that, it was. I don't remember. I don't. I have no idea. Like I, I met what the mayor before Garcetti, the one you, you said. I, I think it's Antonio Antonio Villagros. Yes, I knew he was and Hispanic. He, and, that was about he, it. He was mayor for like ten years. Yeah, and then he's um, in the house now, or what did he? No, he had a big scandal. His his political career. He might be in the California. He's not in the uh, U.S. US. He ran for uh, governor, but his career kind of fizzled out because he had a big scandal, oh, like of a course, sex yeah. scandal. Democrat. Um, you can't. Here's the thing: you got to be squeaky clean yeah. as a Democrat, Republican. It doesn't really matter, especially you have the following. Eh, Gavin, Gavin Newsom got through. Got through one. His was his was his one wasn't terrible. No, but he did have a sex scandal. Yeah. Um, but he's done. But like his career's essentially been. Eh, 
It's, which well, is I a think, shame. Yeah, 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 he... He, he, uh, he can't win, he can't... Like, this is one of those ones where it's just like, he still has the recall going on right now. Yeah. Uh, we have the... We now have an issue with the vaccine. Uh, there is a number that was has been circulating around to get appointments for... But it was sent for a specific demographic that it was captured by rich white people essentially oh yeah that but that's not a surprise no they uh evidently um uh vaccine uh tourism has become a thing like that's actually like a term that's been created because rich white not necessarily white people but rich people have been traveling to parts of the countries where it's easier to get the vaccines oh you mean florida yes specifically florida um that's it that's the thing here like you know it's uh Bill and Susan got their second vaccine right. um, two days ago, so they're good. Uh, but it is, you know, I told you St. Louis had a horrible rollout, and there were people that were traveling from St. Louis to like small counties in southern Missouri because it was easier to get. Like it's it's become like a, I mean, it, it literally is a drug, but like it's become like that kind of thing where people are like traveling long distances to score, you know, to get a score, to get a hit. You know what's amazing by all of this um, is like you know how they're opening up schools now and like they haven't vaccinated the teachers. I'm like, nope. I'm like, wouldn't you just kind of be like, hey, we have teachers, maybe we should vaccinate them. I'm like, um, obviously well, no one gives a shit. Well, I, yeah, pretty foolish of you to think that uh, we as a nation care about teachers. Oh no, I'm well aware. That's why when people uh, like asked me if I was going to be a teacher back in America, I said no. Um, I'm not willing to deal with the bullshit here if we if we cared if we gave teachers the respect they deserved and and love and respect they deserved they would be they would be signing major league level contracts. maybe not major league level contracts but major league soccer level contracts. yes or w wmba contracts. yes which that? is a reasonable um, amount of money like not not very, beckham not the beckham make, deal no, 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 no. We're not talking about the what is that? What are those players called? The like the, the Beckham deal, the, the Beckham team. Beckham guys. I forget what it's. Called. No, no, but like the one the, that's yeah, like a design. I think it's called designated player. Not yeah. those guys. We're talking about the homegrown. We're talking about the starting or the maybe yeah starting left back for the Atlanta whatever the Atlanta United team. Like I don't I don't know who that is. No. Maybe I'm wrong and maybe that's their designated player. I'm just trying to pick a, a random yeah random position know. random place yeah yeah yeah. Um, certainly not, not, um, major, not, certainly not NBA money, but they do okay. They do fine. You know, uh, more, they do better than teachers are doing yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Well, teachers are taking second jobs, third jobs. And the funny thing is like this whole, uh, tax cut that they did back uh, for the one thing that Trump did get done for his, uh, donors, sure. uh, just screwed the teachers even more. You know, they got rid of write-offs for them. Like anything yeah. that they used to buy, they were able to write off. Now they can't. Like, well, that's you know what the teachers have nobody but to blame but themselves because if they should have decided to become multimillionaire uh, corporate donors, yeah. they would have been they would have been fine. Yeah. It was their fault they decided to be teachers, idiots. Yeah, those who can't do teach right. You know, oh, not yes. not Fam- who actually, famously. Yeah, and those who can't teach are gym teachers. I think that's the the famous quote from uh, Bad Teachers, or <laughs> no, no, right. it wasn't Bad Teachers. It was a uh, School of Rock. Though to be fair, usually the gym teachers are a coach of some kind as well. Yeah, like for the most part. Um, but yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's yeah. Remember we gym class used to be a thing. That was uh, although we did not. I don't know. Um, well, you. you I guess where where did you your elementary school was in Boston? Uh, my elementary schools were in Pennsylvania. Uh, was Audubon, Pennsylvania, Malvern, Pennsylvania. There were two there. Then I was in two in uh, New Jersey. Um, I was okay, in a new see. school year from first grade to fifth grade. Wow. Okay, so, so you moved around a bit. You moved around. Well, no, I, I not not that I didn't just move. We also got redistricted every year. So uh. I would first grade. I went to I have Woodland something or another. Then we moved. So second grade, I was in another school. We redistricted for third grade. Then we moved for fourth fourth grade, then redistricted to in fifth grade. Had fifth and sixth grade, then moved to middle school for seventh and eighth. So Good Lord. That is, that's a lot. And then did high school for a year. 
my parents actually wanted me to go to a private school then. I was uh, reluctant. And then we moved anyway, so it was just like, oh, okay. Good God. Jeez. Yeah. I think it was in... Shit. A tragic, many... tragic tale. Well, it, made, it was a lot. I, I got... When, when it came to going to college, though, it made it very easy for me. Um... I, yeah, I suppose. I can I can make friends if nobody knows each other. It's when people do know fair. each other I struggle. It's like if you Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's so yeah. So you Yeah, that's got yeah, that, that had to be rough. I had a hard enough time. I only moved so I did kindergarten through in uh, Orange County. Right. Then then third through high school in the same school district in Clayton. So that but I I do remember that starting in the third grade like even as young as we were, you know, 8 years old being the new kid even then was hard just because everybody, all those kids that had, had most of them had gone to school at least for the previous kindergarten, first, second, you know? Yeah. And, but that's not nearly as hard as like trying to start over in like junior high, high school. I'm oh sure. yeah. Well that's, yeah, that's uh high school. I was a sophomore when we moved out to California. That was a very, uh, yeah, that, that wasn't easy. Like that was, that was probably the, yeah, that sucked. I'll be honest. It was like, I can imagine. You know, you lose all your friends, and you're in a completely not only. I mean, everyone who listens to this is about our age. I'm gonna guess, but still, no internet really, no, and not having an idea. Like the best I knew about what California was back then was Baywatch, like which is accurate. That's yeah, accurate I, very. And Beverly Hills 90210. like that and was LA Law. L.A. Law. I, I never watched L.A. Law when I was a kid. I say those are very accurate portrayals. Yes. Yeah, if you, uh, if you, yeah. Well, see, I do. I mean, the one thing you did have going in your favor that I imagine helped you going from school to school is you're not terribly likable. Yes. So not, I imagine not... you you didn't have many friends to lose. I did. So not. I imagine that was okay. Not many reached uh, out after I left. I'll tell you that. I'll be honest. Uh, hate to see it. Yeah. I hate to see it. Not shocked. Let's uh, be honest. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I, I'm. I kid. You're very likable. Oh, I appreciate um, it. No, I know you're kidding with me. That's why I'm playing into it, Nate. I'm not. The, I'm not. The, uh, well, the reason I brought up like um, uh, asking where you went to elementary school is that so I went kindergarten through second in Orange County, and uh, this is getting back. I promise this has a point. Getting back to gym class, we did not have gym class. Wait, what? we didn't have a gym. What? Uh, my school. If I don't know if you're the schools in LA are a little different. I don't know, but I can't speak for San Diego. But elementary schools in Orange County are um, like my okay. So my elementary school was barely had. A, building like it was outdoors um, it was well yeah like all the, the so the the main building that uh, that office like the the library right. the the um the administrative offices principal's office that yeah. kind of thing was a one building yep um then all, a lot of the all the classrooms were like quonset huts you know yeah, 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 in, yeah. they almost look like trailers they're mm-hmm. out in so there's no building per se did not have a cafeteria because in the five years i lived in orange county it rained once so why not have an out? Why not eat outside? Um, so we didn't have a cafeteria. We didn't have a gym. No gym. We had uh, we had soccer fields. We had basketball courts. We had t- tether ball. I was the king of the tether ball courts. Um, but we never had a gym class. That's weird. So it was it was not until the third grade when I came to St. Louis and we started having gym classes and we started having to do those fitness tests. Oh yeah. Remember the, the yes. presidential fitness test. It yes. was like a standardized thing that you had to do sit-ups. And, I was only able to get um, national sit-ups and the yeah. V- yeah. Sit, the, um, the V sit stretch or whatever, whatever they call reach. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But okay. So well, first off the sit, let me, I several traumatizing things that happened from this one. Um, I the first time I did that test in the third grade nine when I was nine years eight years old, um, I had to do a sit up test. I didn't know what a sit up was. I had never done a sit up because I never had gym class before. Fair. They had it third grade. I had to learn what a sit up was. Okay. And then, almost as humiliating was the sit and reach. Which do you remember the sit and reach? Uh-huh. It's where you, you you sit with the the block. I mean, you it, had a you, ruler I mean, between like, your well, legs and yeah. Well, it's not it's not a ruler. Well, yeah, it's you're sitting with against the, your your legs fully extended, right. feet up against the block. Yeah, and you have it's essentially trying to touch your toes. Yeah, you're reaching forward and yeah, you're pushing like a, a thing against the ruler to to see how far you can push. Right. It, and it's a, it's a, it's just a test of flexibility. Um, this may sound like I'm making this up as an excuse for not being flexible. It's not. The safer men have legendarily short arms. <laughs> long, long, 
long torso, short arms, and I'm not joking when I say this. So, um, I can touch my toes now. Well, not maybe not now. The the hip thing was a problem, but there was a there was a time four or five years ago when yes, I could touch my toes. My entire childhood, I could not because not a flexibility issue. It's a short arm issue, and I swear that and I'm stick. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. So I fared terribly on the sit and reach. That's... So imagine imagine being a new kid at a new school. You can't do a sit up because you don't know what it is, and you're the worst person in the world at sit and reach, and you're you don't know anybody. It was a traumatizing time. I can imagine. Pull up, pull ups were an issue. Well, no, pull ups I was fine with because I was light. Um, my my weight my my weight at that age was mostly head because I have an enormous head. I, I have uh, no I mean, idea what you're talking about, my friend, because I I sympathize with you on the uh, lugging around an orange on a toothpick kind of yeah, scenario. Yeah, yeah. I was, my my center our centers of gravity are very high because we're all we're we're, we're all head weight. We are. Uh, there is a lot of head weight between the two of us. It's like. <laughs> Yeah. You're about the only human being that takes a side-by-side photo of me and doesn't make my head look extremely large. Uh, the only other person that I would throw in this conversation is, we mention her all the time on the show, longtime listener, uh, fan of the show, uh, Angela Chen, uh-huh. who um, Sam always refers to as Chen. She and I um, have always commented on how just unbelievably large our heads are. Yeah. Like, just un- unreal. Like, uh, I think we've discussed this before, like hat size. I think, I'm sure we discussed hat sizes before. Your, you your, your head's a, like a bit bigger than mine is. Like, I think size wise, you're just like a quarter, like a quarter of an inch bigger. Do you, do you real, do you recall what your fitted hat size is? I, th- I, I want to say it's either seven and a half or seven and three eighths. Okay, I'm seven and five eighths. So a little, you're right. A little bit, I'm a little, little yeah, bit. Yeah, I know you're like, my face is longer than yours, but that's. Um, yeah, that's, t- do you know, um, getting back to your, your beloved San Diego Padres, mm, okay. uh, who Bring has way the back. largest, largest head in the history of major league baseball. And this is a, this is a known fact because they can do it based on hat size. So, so they can say this is the, well, maybe they can't go all the way back. Cause I'm sure fitted hats were fitted, you know, they fit differently back in the day. It would have to but, be 20 quid if that's the case. If okay. I should have prefaced this with saying by saying not necessarily a player. Oh, it can be it can be a manager, Bruce Bochy. Bruce Bochy, largest head in baseball history. He wore a eight and one third. Whoa, that is beyond an orange. That's my dad. That's 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 that, my that's dad a, territory. That's a grapefruit on a toothpick. Yeah, that's my dad. Like, yeah, my dad can't wear a, hats. His head's so eight, big. Eight and a third. That is mind boggling. I mean, I just mind boggling. Well, I'm being um, serious. That's my dad. My dad has that kind of like that big of a head or wide of a head. It's scary. Really? I I always wish I had a smaller head so I could wear. You know, I I uh, my dad had a nice collection of Stetson cowboy hats. Oh. None, of them fit, none of them fit me. Oh, that's I unfortunate. I, I could. You know, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I could have rocked a cowboy hat. I think you could. I, I, I still think I you can. I could have made. Well, I need to buy a well. I did find a cowboy hat that fit me perfectly. I think I've mentioned this before on the show. When um, uh, the last time I was down in the Ozarks, okay, um, we were uh, yeah, we took a vacation there right around my thirtieth birthday because we have a, a family that have a lake house down there, and uh, we went into town. And into town down there is you know the touristy area. Um, so it was like a, a knickknack shop that sold like Ozarks shit, like just shirts and things and there was a, a cowboy hat section and i found a hat that fit me perfectly and it it, it was it had some give because it was it had like kind of an elastic not your standard like very fitted cowboy hat that's very rigid it had some elasticity so it kind of had some stretch to it so it fit even better right and i and i bought it, it was 10 bucks 15 bucks and i wore it for the rest of the day because we were out in the sun out on the lake and i was just wearing it to be stupid and we we're drunk and it wasn't until I got home, back to the lake house, and it sort of was brought to my attention. But I noticed that before it was brought to my attention, that it has a the it had a German cross on the front of it. You know, down uh, Ozarks are quite known for their. Um, you were you were wearing a, an iron cross on your hat. I, I was wearing an iron cross on my hat that it did not did not really sink in that that's what I was wearing. Uh, so picture picture in an area. Known for their white supremacy. Yep. A thirty-year-old with a shaved head. Nope. Walking around with a German cross hat. Yeah. 
Though I, what I will say is what probably played that outfit down a little bit is that I was wearing a Hypercolor t-shirt. Do you remember Hypercolor? <laughs> I do. How do you I, not forget Hypercolor? I, well, I mean, well, we've, this, well, this has become a, a Remember the Day 90s edition podcast. Hey, you uh, know back, what? It was back, back in my day, 90s edition, which is why I'm sad Sam's not here because she would have a lot to, to throw in. She's a, as also a child of the 90s. But specifically for that trip yeah so hypercolors for those who don't remember was um uh i don't even know what the technology was but that that became big when we were like fifth grade fourth fifth grade it was yeah. all the rage to have a hypercolor shirt and you know you it was it was heat controlled so it was like one color and then you put your hand oh. up against it and it would your handprint would show up because they made a color. comeback recently so. Yes, they did. Um, but it, it several problems with it. One, it really invited people just to slap the shit out of you. Yeah, it's like, like the gotcha come behind, shirt. Come, yeah, come behind you and just slap you so they could leave a handprint. Like it very much a. Um, who's the bully on The Simpsons? I keep wanting to say Ralph Nelson. Wiggum, but who's the Nelson? Very much something Nelson would do. Like go slap you and didn't do his ha ha. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So anyway, so many years later, I found fa- I bought it. I found a hypercolor shirt on e- uh, eBay on um, Amazon bought it specifically for this trip because I was like, Oh, we're going to a lake house. I'm going to wear a hypercolor shirt. So yes. So that probably made my white supremacist outfit a little bit less ridiculous looking though. I will say this hypercolor shirts, not intended for a St. Louis summer because the shirt, because of the humidity didn't work. It lost its ability. It like, um, it's, it, it went, it be, it just permanently became the color that it switches to when it gets warm because St. Louis summer is always warm. Yeah, it's so per, I, those those it humid, I do not miss. That's the thing about California; it's becoming humid now, which it wasn't when I first moved out here. Like yeah. that whole oh, it's a dry heat was a thing. Now it's not so much dry heat anymore. Like there is no. humidity now, and I'm like, it is fucked I, up. It's strange that yeah, Southern California has humidity and now Houston has winter. It's almost like something weird's going on. I don't, I don't, I don't really know. I'm not sure what. I'm not sure I can place it. Probably just a weird year. I think. I think so. It's only it's only gonna be a one time thing. It's only. I'm sure sure it's nothing to worry about going forward. I do I do enjoy the fact that everyone like every person in power is trying to blame like the Green New Deal that's not even signed in to anything. They're trying to blame wind. They're blaming AOC. I who, love, yeah, I love they're blaming the green a deal that's not in place. They're just blaming renewable energy. And they, I love the, the, the wind turbines have really taken a hit. I think that the, the, Trump's the one who did that. Yeah, he, it was all the cancer. He, he, it was all the he's cancer. He's famously anti... When, he's, he's anti-windmill anti in wind. general. A lot of that goes back to that his Scottish uh, golf club, golf oh. uh, country club. But... Um, but then people have been dunking on on, on us or, or on those politicians by showing like all of the wind turbines that work in sub-zero weather. Yeah. Like people people in Scandinavia have been posting things like, "Hey guys, these are our wind turbines. Guess how cold it is here." Yeah. Like it's not that's not the issue. It was just that they didn't. There was no infrastructure for winterizing anything, even though they no. knew that it was coming. It, uh, and yeah. no one. I think accountability does not exist in the Republican Party anymore. You do something wrong, and it's not my fault. It's they did it. It's they who had nothing oh, to so do with it. It's a it's a it's a deadly combination of the the GOP and Texas. Yes, the, the combat a deadly combination of the two. Yeah, well, that's what you get. I know a lot of people are moving there. I'm like, good luck, you know. Um, I'm curious. I mean, I, obviously, this is a. I'm sure not going to affect a lot of people, but I'm curious if like people i'm curious if this this storm was obviously like a people are calling it maybe once in a generation kind of thing it could be it could be. i mean it, it hasn't happened in this generation so yeah but i'm but people i think people will look at that and be like okay that was probably a, a one-off but i think it probably did open people's eyes to being like wow i did not know texas was that much of a shit show like people people who thought oh it'd be fun to live in texas austin's great and then they see they see what happened just now, and they're like, "Oh no, that place is that place is not run well." No, I mean, that's my thought would be like everyone should start moving to red states to try and turn them purple, if not blue. And I mean, I've looked at Kentucky just to, just to see what's there. I want to see what's in Louisville. Looked at houses, think just be like, "Oh, what, what, what that would send me back," um, and it's reasonable. Yeah. Well. Y- yeah. 
but it's I would Kentucky. I question the the leadership not only at the state level but look at your two senators. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm, I'm aware. Uh, I mean, well, listen, yeah. uh, California has no leg to stand on. There is a woman that doesn't know where she is. That is a state senator. That doesn't sound. That doesn't sound um, wrong. Because oh, we're out of time, essentially. So you don't have to. This that... has been a this has been a fun trip down memory lane. It was a fun trip down memory lane. I did not know. Like, for anyone who's been to listening to this show for some time, it's uh, we have a lackadaisical approach to uh, what we do sometimes. Sometimes we prep, sometimes we don't. Sometimes we're just like, oh, let's just have a conversation and see where it takes us. If we if we had the money for it, I think this episode could be scored by Semi-Charmed Life by uh, Third oh. Eye Blind. Like, that'd be a great intro. At, no, we don't want to get rid of our intro. It'd be a good transition. Between, we'll do transitions where you'll just do a little, little sting of each song. PhD, at, this point, our, our, at this point, I don't think Stephen Jenkins is web for uh, his intellectual property. I think we're fine. Yeah. Go ahead and throw it. Go ahead and throw just, it in. After just throw it in afterwards to see what happens yeah. and see how let's, much. Let's, let's see if we get a cease and desist letter from Stephen Jenkins of Third Eye Blind. I'm sure we might. So It's possible. It he's is not probably, doing much. And like, they're not I'm doing sure, much right now. I'm sure he's not busy. Yeah. 